as part of our Hidden History series, we look back on the legacy of a larger-than-life figure in her own community. Her contributions to the fight for gay and transgender rights were, until recently, largely overlooked. I'm doing my part in the gay movement this year. She was fondly known as St. Marcia, a central figure in New York City's gay liberation movement, a model for artist Andy Warhol, and an advocate for transgender and homeless youth. Marsha P. Johnson wore many hats, sometimes literally. They were often adorned with plastic fruit or flowers. They call me Marsha Payne, hey, no, I'm Johnson. I'm trying to get on and things happen to me in life. Absolutely no mind. Assigned male at her 1945 birth in Elizabeth, New Jersey, Johnson started wearing clothes made for girls when she was five, but felt pressured to stop after being sexually assaulted by a 13-year-old boy. As soon as she graduated from high school, she fled across the Hudson River to New York City with just $15 and a bag of clothes. There, she dressed as she pleased. While better than in her hometown, life in New York City could still be hard for those who didn't match societal norms. Welcome to Girl Boss and the motherfucking gay bitches. Whoop, whoop. My mother little my little piss slit, so what's up? What's happening? <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard that saying when you said that tonight. I was like... A pisslet? Yes, my little pisslet. That is such like an aggressive Libby thing to say. No, it's so fun. Like the like gays my love mom that. would say like, like pisslet. You want to suck a dick? Like lick my pisslet. Oh Hello? God! Stop! It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gross, but it's fine. Oh, you went to Pride in DC. Oh, we're gonna we're just gonna jump in. You just led with like a trailblazer. I agree, I did because I just don't think that anyone knows about. Well, actually, you know what? Even you, we you didn't know what Stonewall was. Well, well, I kind of i I had remembered a little bit of the history because remember I thought it was wasn't it's a bar now, right? It is. And you had told me about it mm-hmm. at one point in regards. To the gay liberation movement. So nobody died or anything like that. Well, no, I know. But it is a monumental moment in history in regards to the... If people can't notice, last episode, I was was buzzed and Hunter is buzzed this episode. I am... (laughs) I am borderline toasted, ladies and gents. And if there's no gents, ladies and ladies, thank you. There are some gents. No, that's fine. Go back to the stone wall. Okay, anyway. Um, that was Marsha P. Johnson. There's so much history and a lot of people don't know about certain things. And this month, it's June. It's Pride Month. And... There's a lot to be said about that. Well, uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I'm just, I'm so excited. Like, I'm just excited to just talk about. I know this stuff. you said that like, you you literally texted me and you were watching one of the parades from like a balcony in DC and you were like, "I'm literally so happy to be alive in this moment. Like in this moment, I'm so happy and I'm so happy I'm alive." The entire time I was in D.C., I was like... And, like, it was nothing crazy. Like, the media portrays it. it, Like, it was just adults having fun. Exactly. It was... People were just celebrating other people and... 
And people were actually like way more conservative than no, you kind of thought. It was it was it was exceptional. Like I was watching that parade. Was just happy. I was on the balcony of someone's someone's home, like a person that I didn't know or anything like that. Yeah. And he was super nice and all the jazz. God, we're oh. so bad about belching on no, this fine. program. Cu- I'll cut it out. Just like, give me a second. <laughs> Please keep it. I might. I think a lot of people, a, a big reason why we started this podcast and a lot of people, of course, they don't want to say it directly to you, but speaking for probably women and even some men my age, they're intrigued about the homosexual lifestyle and all of that and what it's like being friends with a person who likes men or whatever. And people are like generally just interested. Um, and that, I think we start, we started this to have some clarity, especially like how bad, you know, that you guys still are dealing with oppression and it's, you know, what bothers me the most. And I, I you know, God, the last episode kind of cringeworthy for me because I was like, ooh, but everything I said I that I was saying I felt was true. Um, we've had we had the we had the Civil War, like we had emancipation, like we've had it, <sighs> slavery. My God, and now we are experiencing in a time a liberation of sexually free people and, uh, and it's the, not the first time no you know what's so crazy it's about happening this? again like the rhetoric that's happening now is yes. the same rhetoric that was happening in the 60s and 70s but, it's right fucking crazy but let me tell you something you know what's crazy about this so for example disney had gay days for like 20 years yeah. fantasy fest in key west like i grew up knowing about that stuff it was let me tell you it was not a big deal now. It shouldn't be now because people are again. I, I say this so much. Every group of people, because society groups us in groups and it's just a fact and it, it's the nature of the beast. It's humanism. Um, it's, it's innate. Uh, it is. There, innate. There, it's there, sad it is. That it is. It's sad that it is, but it's survival. <laughs> It's our, it's our nature. I mean, yeah. It's true. I, I don't disagree. Right. So then you have this little 1% of any group possible that's responsible for marketing and propaganda and all this, and they're shoving it down everybody's throats. But that's what sucks about this. For so many years, right? Fantasy Fest, Disney and Pride, Pride Week, whatever, all of that, this was not really an issue until in the last year or two. Because, like the whole transgender thing. Well, it's been a couple of years now, and like, what? Okay. <clears throat> Basically, what I have witnessed mm-hmm. is that certain things are being honed in on, and it's not like they haven't been happening, and it's not like, you know, this. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to say in a sense, but like 
the gay community isn't like, oh, we need to tell children about this and that and like. Sure, blah, blah, but that's blah, blah. what people are being fed. Like, yes, like that is. Like, people who actually post it on, like, the T, like, on social media that are, like, we're being told that in, like, kindergarten. I'm, like, what? I use big words. I say big. I'm doing, like, the quote signs. Like, I use big words all the time. But, like, that's how I am. Like, that's how I speak. That's how I type. And, like, it's fine. Like, some people are, like, oh, why didn't you just say it this way? And it's, like, oh, I mean, I could have. But, like. That's just not who the fuck I am. Like, I, I, I am intelligent and I am around very sophisticated people all the time. Are we sophisticated? Am I sophisticated? So much so. Yes. Are you fucking I don't think a lot of people know that side of me, though. No, but like, (laughs) even with Jillian, like, in NYC and stuff like that, like, she exposed me to so Mm -hmm. many, like sophisticated people and like super wealthy people and like all this stuff and I was just like holy fuck this is so crazy to me but the bottom line is everybody has skeletons in their closet no matter what it is and well no that's fine but like in a year or so if you guys aren't on the chopping block or being ridiculed and oppressed again it's gonna be somebody else probably women again we're due for a circle around we're already being chopped out anyways we can't we have no we have no control of our bodies. I mean, yeah, it's fucking coming, unfortunately. Ugh. No matter how you want to shake it. I'm like, just really happy for you that you had a wonderful time. I personally love DC so much, so, so I was so excited me, for you to go. Let me touch on that. So I went to DC this past weekend and um I, my really good friend Kate, girl, I love you if you're listening. Like I just love you so much. And we met up with our friend Kyle, who lives there. And I have not met Kyle in person up until this trip, but, like, we've texted and talked on the phone on occasion, like, when Kate was there and whatever, whatever. It was the most liberating thing just to be, like be alive and all this like I told Kate when we were coming back to Florida we were in the airport and I was just like I just love you so much and I love Kyle and I truly truly have never been happy to be alive consecutively in days like that where I was like I woke up in the morning I was like I'm excited even, for the day. Even, even if, like, I mean, we were hungover and all this stuff and, like, all, like... I was very shocked at how early you were up. You were no, texting me. We I was were, like, bitch, what? Even though, like, we were late to a lot of things. Like, Whatever. I was so excited to be alive and, I like, I have never... Like, I truly, truly, truly never have ever felt like that in my life and I just... I'm so eternally grateful for that experience, and I love Kyle for hosting and Kate, and we just had the best time. I'm like, I'm sad about it. Like, I wanted to go back. You're gonna to, have so many more. I know, but like, I wanted to go back to DC this weekend because it was just, it was the, it was the best. It was the best. I don't have any other words. It was right. exceptional. It was nice to hear you say that after like everything that you have been through personally and so many times you would just be like, I just don't know 
what I want out of life and what am I doing and I need to regroup and what's the purpose and I just keep trying to push you and saying, you know, you're so young and you have so much to experience and like times when you're ready to just like give up and not want to do anything. I'm like, things are going to keep coming along. Opportunities are going to keep coming along. It often doesn't feel like that. However, I will say DC, when I went, like it was the opening for pride weekend and it was just my burp. It was so fun. Yeah. It's awesome when you're having a great time. I got so much validation and, you know, men were just like, where'd you get your top? And they were like touching me and feeling me and all that. Like, it's funny. Yeah. But like that. No, that's what you want. That is what you. It truly meant the world to me because here I often, I don't have a lot of confidence and all that jazz because like there's not a lot of that happening here. And I went there to D.C. And I've been to New York. And I've been to New York for Pride and, like, stuff like that. And, like, even there it didn't happen for me. But I went to D.C. this past weekend. And it was... D.C. is a convergence. Is a convergence. It was so You have southern and northern people there. It is... uh, Do you know know what I'm saying? I just... I don't have any words. Like, I just had the best time. And I love Kyle and Kate and... We've been, like, we've been talking the past two days, like we're like we're trying to like figure out how we can go back this weekend, but like it's sadly not going to happen. But like, we'll, like, you're just still living off the high. There's going to be so many yes, opportunities. I am to go. living off the high, but like I want to keep riding that high. Like I'm just a child, and like I have a job that's very important that requires a lot of my time and all this stuff. But like I can still do both. Like I can still maintain that and also be a fucking fiend and i want to do that however based on the flights and all that jazz (laughs) it's not gonna happen but like let me give you some life advice here we go no it's true no i know it's true too much no it's not too much i've not had hunger no cj i've not had too much i wasn't done no i know you weren't i know it's not gonna i'm gonna fucking interrupt you like you're you're not letting me all the time you think you know what i'm ever gonna say but i'm not like you're like you're interrupting me like you interrupt me all the time i it's not too much like i could die tomorrow i could die tomorrow But, like, no, like, I could also fucking be flying to another state and having the time of my life tomorrow. Yes. And also come to work the next day, and it's fine. Which you didn't let me finish, but Mm. there are some memories when you are traveling like that that sometimes you just need to preserve and move on and you don't replicate till, like, the next year. No. I mean, I There's other places for There's other places for pride and fun times, Hunter. No, I know, but like, if if there was a flight to DC that was in the late afternoon this Friday, I would have bought a ticket. And I then what happens? Tickets. And this is exactly the. Then I'm going to tell you what happens. By a very minuscule chance, you'll have an amazing weekend. But this is what usually happens: you go back, and it doesn't live up to the amazing euphoric time you had, and you're like. What am I doing? I could have gone to a different Pride weekend somewhere else. 
It's not about the product. You're bad though. at taking advice. Like, bad. At it. Bad at it. But I'm not, though. This fucking cord. <laughs> you are This bad. is bullshit. <sighs> I'm, I'm not bad at advice. He's terrible at it. And you can I see just, how he talks in dating apps. I, well, that's a different story. <laughs> it's bad. I just... Hunter, what are you doing? With I'm the cord. Trying to get it out of my fucking way. <laughs> Stop touching it. It's not a weave. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a weave. Anyway. We when I was there that was opening Pride weekend, and that's one thing. And I Again, the exuberance. I don't, I don't have that expectation for like the second weekend. Uh-huh. However, spending time with my friend Kyle and Kate, they are going to make it fun because they are both extremely confident and fun people and I I'm not the same way as they are and I I'm you know I feel like they recognize that but I really pushed myself the past weekend and I made some shit happen for myself and it was it was just so fun and like regardless of what you're saying about like you're on the high like like Bitch, I want to continue to ride that high. Like, I need to fucking not be a little fucking boo-boo homebody and do nothing and, like, not go out. And, like, but I want to travel and have fun. Uh, don't be homophobic. It's it's June. It's Pride Month. Uh, we know. You've told me how you want you. I should pay you extra and give you money. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> give Kyle, you extra things, Kyle. If you're listening, like you have to tell CJ, like she owes me fucking coin for being gay this month. I literally, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the high road there. Yeah, you should. You know what I watched last night? Speaking of high, have you ever watched the movie? Which I've seen it a million times, but it's it's a good movie. Have you ever watched the movie Flight with Denzel Washington? No, but I've watched the what? one. What? I've watched the one movie with um. His uh, son needs a heart transplant. Nope. No. Oh. Nope. 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 The one on the plane with um. Jody. Flight plan. Jody Foster. Yes. I know. And Panic Room was on the other night. So good. You know what? She's just not believable, though. What? As a mom at the Panic Room thing, it's not Ooh, great. I got a Snapchat from my man. Hold on. Oh my god! Y'all come save me. Uh, which one is this? Is this the cute dimple kid? Yeah. Where does he live? Uh, Orlando. Oh my god, you might have to drive to Orlando. That's fine. I would drive for him because he's... You ain't driving tonight. No shit, bitch. I gotta work tomorrow. Make him come to your house. No, my house is a fucking pigsty and we're all moving out and fuck that. Best life, by the way. Like... <laughs> I wish you all could see how good i'm doing uh i have a man in my dms and he's so handsome (laughs) sorry those are me that was Gollum or something (laughs) what is the thing called when it's like is it your bluetooth or what is like your handle like when somebody tries to connect to your data what like what you name your phone if somebody tries to piggyback off of like your hotspot. I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. My hotspot name is twenty nine ninety nine a minute. <laughs> Do you remember we 
were in yes, the airport. I was, like, I was like, I was like, who the fuck is twenty nine ninety nine? And you're like, you're like, that's me. And I was like, oh you, no, like we were waiting at the gate. We were going to Georgia, and like Hunter's like searching for the fucking. The he's fucking, trying to get on somebody's data plan, wait, and ha- he starts laughing. And I go, what the fuck are you laughing at? He's like, somebody's hotspot is twenty nine ninety nine a minute. And I go, that's me. <laughs> wait, but I do have to tell you. The Wi-Fi on a Spirit flight, exceptional. Ten, twelve dollars, maybe. Nine out of ten. I paid twenty dollars for fucking Wi-Fi on American. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Everybody wants to sleep on Spirit. They have their shit together. First no, of all, you might have to fly the plane or serve yourself pretzels, but like the Wi-Fi is only ten dollars. I had to pay twenty. I had to give wait, a whole. This is on American. Twenty dollars. Okay, so when I okay, so and they don't even have fucking little screens on the seats or anything. Like there's nothing. So when I go to Arizona next month, I'm actually flying first class out there on American. We'll see. I uh, no first class is good. Like no, they, no, no. I've I've done first class in. Was it American? I've done it on two airlines. I don't remember if it was American, but it was kind of an older plane. But, so I have the first class seat, but I don't, like, I got I don't know how the Wi-Fi is going to go down. But on the way back, I'm on Spirit in the front, like in the big seats. I got my fucking streaming Wi-Fi for $9.99. I got the cheap-ass menu. Like, I love me a Spirit flight. Remember how I was such a hater a few months ago? And, like, now that's all I fly back and forth to Georgia. Are yeah. you to listening to me or are you taking selfies? I'm sending a picture to a man. Does he know that you are on a podcast? I'm going to tell him right now. Uh, you got to open your eyes. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Stop. You got to open your eyeballs. My God. So. <sighs> listen. Slang. Okay, go. $20 one way? One way. Swear to God. Mm-mm. And when I fl- when we when we were flying up to DC, I thought that I was on the Wi-Fi and I didn't realize that like oh, I have to pay, which is dumb of me, might I add. Wait, say that again. What did um, you pay for? What did you pay for? What? On the flight up. Mhm. I connected to the Wi-Fi cuz there's like a little code that you can scan. Yeah, like and, uh, like the QR code. Yes, and it, yeah, did, yeah. it didn't prompt me to pay, so I was like, oh, it must be included in my fare, and it wasn't, because nothing fucking loaded or anything, and I was like, oh, maybe something's wrong, like blah, 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 blah. Right. And then when Kate and I were flying back, I did it again, and like the little link came up, I was like, oh, you can pay for an hour or the entire flight. I of course paid for the entire flight because well duh the the on the way there I was so fucking bored and also Kate and I didn't pay for our seats but we had the entire back row of the plane to ourselves so Kate took a fat fucking nap and I love her for that and I was just like I want like some wine I didn't have to pay for it also because our flight was delayed so I'm sure they just comped us for that I'm sure it was it was just a delight like. Yeah. The entire fucking past weekend, like, I just want to relive it over and over and over again. Like, I'm tired of working. I'm tired of people. Like, I'm You're just... 23. Put in another 17 years. No, fuck that. Like, I can't believe that you... Hunter. D- I can't believe that you even done that. Like, I don't... I don't know how anyone does it. Maybe the world will end by then. I fucking hope so. Like, I'd rather be dead. Like, this shit is fucking... <laughs> this shit is so fucking stupid. Like... If you keep touching that cord... 
The cord's not doing anything. <laughs> I, you know what I feel like you are? I, just, I feel like, like you're just, like, where is the Like, I feel like you're, dra- you're like a dragoness. Literally. Like, and you're like, you're like, what's her I, name? Cersei? And she keeps like throwing her blonde fucking long ass eight foot wig around her shoulder. If you touch the fucking cord again. I can't help it. Like, it. It's so fabulous. I'm like, oh. You gotta get it together. Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up anyway. Well, it has been very tough around the office as of late. He's so fucking cute. I mean, you can barely see his face, but he's so cute. Who sends that? That's my man. Is this what we're working with? Yes, he's cute. Anyway, listen, focus in, dial in. Listen, the past few I, I I think every podcast I say the past few weeks at work have been really bad. No, they're, they're all bad. It's not that they're bad. Like we all have fun and we do a lot of stuff. Like we have so much fun together, but it's been really, really bad. And I had a patient come to me today that was like, you know, you remind me of the doctor that I had, but I'm leaving her because she's like affiliated with, you know, a hospital system. And there's just so much bureaucracy and this, that, and the other. And I was like, we're just so tied down, you know, me being like an independent practice. Um, we don't have as many constraints, but we still have so many constraints. And then in passing Dr. Trees and I were in the hallway and we looked at Hold each on, other. I'm sorry. I have to like pull my cord. I'm literally me. about ready to fucking take the cord and wrap it around your neck. <laughs> Do it hard. Fucking break I'm my I'm ready throat, to hang bitch. you from the fucking rafters <laughs> and inscribe Brooks on the top from fucking Shawshank. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> you bitch made me laugh so hard. Shawshank! Me with a fucking plastic fork in the wall. <sighs> Get the fuck out of here. You fucking asshole. Fucking Shawshank. I'm like, please, get me out of my eight-hour shift. I'm on the wall. I'm on the wall like this. Let me just pick up the mic. I'm like, Hunter, team. <laughs> That's me. In 500 years, it's going to be fucking hieroglyphics. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking corpse. <laughs> Lifting fucking rocks and shit with my mind. Get the fuck We're out gonna of here. We're going to be entombed in here. It's going to be like a desert over <laughs> Florida, Florida is underwater. <laughs> and the first thing they're gonna unearth is your fucking water bottle. <laughs> My fucking. <laughs> With the stickers on it, because the stickers, they're I like waterproof. <laughs> and Jonathan's 75 year food rations. <laughs>
know. <laughs> so, well, I don't know why doctors are like this, but they're all fucking doomsday preppers. All no, of them. It's, it's kind. It's strange. Every doctor that I'm, I'm sweating. No, <laughs> that was fucking it's funny. Dripping down my fucking face. Oh my god. So every doctor that I have worked with in the past, like. They're kind of like doomsday preppers, and if you work in healthcare and you work closely with like a physician, like they like having like medicine <clears throat> like stockpiled. They have canned goods stockpiled, and we're all at the o- <laughs> we're all at the office. It was like a Thursday, and Doctor Treese doesn't work on Thursdays here, and he got <clears throat> an Amazon order. So his office manager Taylor was here, and she's like opening the box. <laughs> Pulls out three, like, compact packs of food rations that won't, they're good for 75 years. So, (laughs) in our fucking, in our employee room, on top of our cabinet, there's, like, (laughs) these bins of food rations. I'm like, what are we doing? I was like, what the fuck is that? And we Uh, we were all... If you go in Dr. Trees' bathroom, like, in the fucking, in the table that he has in his bathroom, like, there's canned goods. And three soaps. Are there not three soaps? No, I know. Three face washes. We're not roasting you, Mr. Jonathan. Oh, we Trees. love Jonathan. No, we adore you. Oh my god, that shit was so funny. It is funny. Though. Like I'm hot. That was so funny. God, I hope y'all got a good laugh no, out of that. My fucking scalp is on fire. <laughs> the fucking it's water fucking bottle. It's fucking fuming. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> And definitely Matt's fucking glass of tea with the tea bag still entombed. Oh, Matt, he loves his... Excuse me. Let me just... Oh, I don't know if you went into the main area. Do you know what I bought Taylor? No. Is it Haribo? Haribo. Haribo. Did you buy her gummy bears? I bought her gummy bears. Good. And I Taylor, it- lo- love you, queen. Like, But I'll CJ- tell you what. No, she's going to come no, in tomorrow. No, and she's going to think you bought it. And I'm going to be like, no, it was CJ. Nope, but that's fine. But it also is from me. Like, CJ is fully funding me. Like, she bought you those gummy bears. Because you never I- went and bought them. Correct. But I was at CBS and I was like, oh my God. No, he she ate all the fucking gummy bears. She was fine. I told her about. She's I was like, so cool. I know. I know. I was like, I ate all of your gummy bears. I'm so sorry, but like, I was so hungry. She don't give a shit. She's fucking skinny. No, she was like, she was like, it's okay. You can have my gummy bears. I'm literally she also, dying. She also loves a hot Cheeto, and I just respect I her for that. What is with the fucking hot Cheetos? They're so good. Who else out there? We haven't done a poll like since like fucking episode three or four. Like who, who loves a hot I Cheeto? Should... My kid loves hot Cheetos, so, and so okay. do you. Polls. Here we go. I have two right off the top. Okay. Hot <clears throat> we Cheeto, have to remember this. Excuse me. Hot Cheetos or no hot Cheetos? One, two. Should Hunter quit his job working for CJ and? Oh, run away to Washington, D.C., where he can find his husband, yay or nay. Thank you. <laughs> P.S. I'm obviously not going to do that, but, like, I just want to see, like, what people think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. That was funny. Like, I'm not going anywhere, but, The like, fucking hieroglyphics. That was hilarious. No, bitch. Like, hieroglyph this fucking booty That was the best ever, like, Shawshank that slipped into that. It's Stop just... it with the Shawshank. I can't. <laughs> My father is wherever the if heaven is real, Joel's up there like Shawshank Redemption. Is that was it one of his favorites? Yes, he loves it. It's a great movie. My Joel's up there like Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) It's a fucking good movie. It's like 
Shawshank Redemption. Speaking of movies and series, I I finished Ted Lasso. Amazing. You still haven't watched. I'm disappointed in you. No, but you you really fucking do. And I've been watching the Kardashians. I know. Me too. I'm. It's so good. Like I'm so obsessed with them. People give the Kardashians so much hate and like they hate them so much and like none of them are on drugs and yes they, they have yes they look gorgeous and they're puffed up and they're blown up and all who they, cares they are business fucking people and they are they know what they're doing they're calculated like, Oh you know what like I don't them, even care I am obsessed <laughs> obsessed People are just mad cuz Kim Kardashian's actually like gorgeous with fucking Chris Car- like Chris Jenner. She's very Chris Jenner. I'm like, I <clears throat> want to be this bitch. One, two, Kim Kardashian is fully <clears throat> the most beautiful fucking person ever. She is. I love Chloe. Courtney, I love because she's with Ugh, I can't uh, stand. I Gorgeous. Lo- I, just I can't do the voice. <clears throat> I have like GERD happening right now. Do you hear me clearing my throat? I do. I don't. It's care. from the laughing. Anyway, I just I love. Well, let me go back. Aside I'm, from the Kardashians. No, I'm speaking. Thank all right, you. Go back. I <clears throat> just love the vocal fry of all of the Kardashians, and like I think that it's absolutely stunning that they talk like this, and like they're just so successful, and people think that like. They're not talented or that they don't do anything, but like they all are multi-billionaires and like do all this stuff. And like, I think that's absolutely exceptional. Yeah. That was a poor, uh, well, of that, but like, that's how also I feel. my other thing that I've been watching this week is the Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, autobiography or documentary. It is incredible. Um, there is something to be said for a determined mind that is not, that is not, that comes to America. Agreed. Um, it takes you from his childhood all the way through like his governorship and up to where he is now. And he's so dedicated to like the, the body thing. And he just, he like gives himself such a hard time. He's like, you know, you're 70. I think he's 70. He's old. He's, he's in his seventies. And it shows him like working out in his gym and he's like, you know, I'm finally giving myself some grace. And I was like, Oh my God, I gave myself grace five years ago. I'm 39, but it goes through, it definitely goes through his, um, he started with nothing. He moved and he came here and he stayed in a gym with literally a pair of clothes and a blender, like facts. And then marries Maria Shriver and then but then he cheats on Maria, Maria Shriver like it sucks. No shit, he was he he escaped a blender. He's like but it, it's I know it's horrible, whatever. but like it's fine. Uh that's just, you know, that's kind of rough. Um that is what I've been tuning into recent and then um this year was the 7 year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting. Horrifying. Fun fact. <clears throat> Since I'm clearing my throat, <coughs> that's got to be annoying. Like right now, I'm trying to segue away from saying anyway, or like I'm trying to get away from words that I've noticed I say in certain episodes, and now I'm clearing my throat. So the Pulse nightclub shooting, <clears throat> when that happened, fun fact, I was in the Bahamas with my ex in laws. We used to go every year for two weeks. 
we would go to green turtle like in the abacos and that was like our family time and like my ex-husband loved the abacos like I he is a water guy my cousin megan we took megan like megan basically lived with us during high school and jamie and i were we helped really guide her and she got a scholarship for stetson and she ended up graduating from Stetson. She's a marine biologist. She works at a very high-level aquarium, like, in the shark tank, the whole shit. Like, she did that. But going back the night <clears throat> of Pult's shooting. Um, oh, I'm going to get vulnerable. I'm going to get vulnerable. So, I was never, ever the chick who went through my man's phone. Like, legitimately ever as God is my witness on my children. My ex-husband was never really like a phone person. And on that trip, he was like head in his phone, but he was also starting to take over the practice and stuff, the firm, because his dad had had a stroke and like, he was just doing more, you know? So I was like, Oh, he's working, whatever that night. No joke, we had been together almost 10 years, and I don't know what came over me, but he was going offshore fishing the next morning. Did I ever tell you this story? You did, yeah. And I was, me and 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 Megan were. You told told me this story, and I was like, oh, bitch, always fucking trust your intuition. Mm Mm-hmm. That was when I first started working with you. Like, always trust the fucking cord. I can't. (laughs) Okay, Brooks. I can't, like, I can't. Cersei, Brooks, whatever. I, uh, but if this is, like, a true sorry. testament. Like, always trust your gut. So Trust your fucking gut. I looked at him. Megan and I stayed up and watched a movie. Cole and Jamie went to bed. Jamie was going offshore in the morning. He had his phone right on the bedside table. I don't know what it was, but in me, I grabbed his phone, and right in his emails, there it was. I punched that motherfucker awake. As that, said, bah, 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 I was like, bah. "Wake up!" No, and that was bad. I'm from Oak Hill, bitch. Yeah, I, I was like, "You need to wake Personally, up." Personally, I would have been like, "It was bah, rough." Bah, bah, bah. I would have grabbed the fucking hair on the head, and be like, bah. you know, oh. I relive that moment. I'm getting really vulnerable. Um, I would have fucking rocked some fucking shit, bitch. I didn't because yeah, I we know. were sharing a room with our son and the rest of the family was in Fuck the house. Fuck them kids. Like, listen, listen. I've never really gotten this vulnerable before, Nar, but people need bitch, to know. I understand, but hold So when please, I said to him, hold, I said, please, you got, if anyone ever fucks with, listen to me, like when you're a good person and that shit happens to you, like you have every fucking right to fucking eat some shit up i don't care who you are i am a good person personally me hunter the gay of girl boss and the gay you like if that i would i would go berserk i would probably go to jail honestly like just fuck them up anyway you can go ahead now i'm done anyway so when that happened i can't help it i just love you and you didn't deserve that you should have fucking but you know what in that moment um, <clears throat> I'm going to get very vulnerable in this. Unacceptable. I've had many years to reflect on this. Yeah. When I approached him with that, I, there were a few months leading up to that, that he was taking over as the boss and he allowed the secretaries and stuff to text him if they had issues or whatever. And I was like, I just feel like that's a slippery slope. Blah, blah. But Jamie was always like the nice guy. Anyway, 
So when I saw that they were, like, texting, like, missed each other, whatever, I don't think anything, like, physical had happened at that point, but, like, hello, there was, like, an emotional thing going on. I said, I said, just lay it out for me, like, what's going on? And he's like, I like her. And he was very honest with me. And I was like, oh, my God. So there was, like, this moment of reality after being together for 11, 12 years. And he's like, I remember... my ex being like I just really thought you had checked out and he was very vulnerable in that moment and I really don't believe that that was an act and he grabbed me and he's like I'm so sorry like I love you I want to be with you and we cried and um nobody knows this story except Jamie and I and here I am telling it and I'm not even I I'm yeah and he grabbed me and he's like I love you. And I do feel for a long time, I wanted to say that he didn't love me, that this was all a farce. But in that moment, I do think he did. We agreed to work on it. And, um, that went on for another six weeks and the persistence was just too much on the other end. And Jamie was not strong enough for that. He just wasn't. He wasn't. Uh And I was taking my test to become a nurse practitioner. We had a young child. Like, a lot of my focus was elsewhere, trying to get us to be this power couple. When, I, I I don't know. But he did admit to me. And when I caught him talking to her again, that was the end. He begged me not to keep kick him out. And I did. And that was the end of that. Bye. I do still say, to this day... That had I had I looked at that and never said a damn thing, I don't know if my ex-husband listens to this in pride. Probably not. He knows the podcast exists because he he knows we we've talked. Um, I really fully believe that had I never said anything, that I saw something in that phone. And I changed my speed around and went completely hyper-focused on him. Um, The scenario of life would be different today. That is not what I would want because I have Wes out of this. And, like, I can't imagine my life. Like, life works out how it's supposed to. You're dealt good and bad hands and you roll with the punches. It's how you respond to things. Um, But from a Jamie standpoint, I don't know if that's where our lives would be today. We'd probably maybe still be together. Um, but I'm just not that type of woman to sweep things under the rug when there's something ongoing. No, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, right, ma'am. right, right. No motherfucking turkey. So many beach. people that know me personally are gonna hear this and be like, I'm "Holy like, shit!" Let me just let me just whip my cord around again. And let you know, just, when you're with somebody that long, just, when you're with let somebody, me just motherfucking say, "No, ma'am. No ham. No turkey. No." So I just feel, um, I don't know, things would probably be different, maybe. There's a lot to be said, and there's a lot of women that do see things that happen, and men too, like it's not just this, this doesn't just happen to women, but that just see it and don't say anything about it and go on with life, and you go with the ebbs and flows of like marriage or a relationship or whatever, and you re-fall back in love with each other, but at the time, who I was and all of that, 
I couldn't do that. Now, with that being said, after everything was said and done and I had kicked him out and our dog died, I did tell him to, and I'm going to be very vulnerable. I did tell him like, go have your like midlife crisis fling or whatever, and we'll figure it out. And then at that point he was like, I can't. And he was already in another land. Some things are tragic, but it is what it is, you know? A a 12 years is a good run. Yeah? I would say that that's some trash behavior. But what are you going to do? 12 years is a lot of time. There's nothing... I don't know if he considers some of the memories as good. Me and him don't talk like that. Um, Maybe when we're older and have grandchildren, maybe. Um... I am very friendly, like, with his wife now. But, like, I just feel like I don't know what's in store for me on that front. I don't know. You know, people see him in public that are related to me, and he treats them still like his family. But, like, you know, I'm just so taboo. And I'm like, am I that big of an embarrassment? No. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm shaking my head. I think I'm very cool. I'm shaking my head so hard. I definitely can be a psycho bitch if you're cheating on me. No, obviously, like, you are a very strong and understanding and objective person however like imagining if i was in a situation like that i would i would lose my fucking marbles especially if i love somebody like if i am investing that much into you like you guys were together for 10 11 12 like what how many years 12 <clears throat> No, we guys, Diva. We support women in this fucking house. Anyway, <laughs> um, if that ever happened to me, I don't even know what I would exactly um, do. But <laughs> you're go. fucking annoying. Go. I want to fall in love so bad, like so. Not even so many. I was gonna say so many people. Every person that I know in my life has fallen in love and... (laughs) Okay, sorry, there was was a brief interruption. Everything's fine, y'all. Anyway, I want to fall in love so bad. Like, I just... Oh my god, that just caught me up so guard. Like... Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> it, makes me so, it makes me so fucking sad. I just want someone to adore me. It's coming. I, But I don't know. And I try to manifest it and like... You just got to keep manifesting it. And it comes... Listen, am I not a person of things happening at the most random times? That, I mean, that's true. And like You just got to put yourself out there. Even this past weekend, like, when I kissed the man in the club, like, I, we locked eyes and it was for... It felt like a million years, but it was very quick. And I walked up to him and our thing happened and just... I don't know. Like, I just... I just want to be in love. You I've will never be. been in love. Everybody tell him he'll be in love. But it's it's not that easy. Like when tr- you stop it, looking, it truly isn't that easy, especially now and like this point in time. Oh, sure, it's harder these days. With the accessibility people have, it's hard. 
Are we serious? Shut up. You guys, right now, he has his shirt pulled up. I'm taking a sexy picture to send to a man. Like, mind your business, keep talking. We're working. Yeah, I'm working too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. And what's your plans for later? Because are, I'm gonna, I might be late tomorrow. Like, you have to I'll kill it. you. The, the charts are pulled. Like, handle it. Did you just send that? Nope, I'm going to take another one real quick. What, what, suck in. I am sucking in. Well, that wasn't good. Nope, that was horrible. Okay. Look at your cheekbone, what you're doing right now. If nope. you guys could see... It looks fabulous. That's how my cheeks look when I'm fucking skinny, but I'm a chunky king. Well, we're starving, okay? Jesus. Anyway. Treacherous. What was this podcast about? Just us rambling. I hope you guys laughed at the Shawshank Redemption segue because that was oh funny as fuck. We went from Shawshank Redemption to hold on. We went from Shawshank Redemption to people discovering us five hundred years from now and what they would find as in the Jesus in the Christ. in the paleontology. So Hunter was talking to this gentleman. You would think he's a straight man by the way he was acting. Dirty. And he has he has uniforms and that have, you know, reflective lights on them and stuff like that. And he was sending Hunter these pictures and he sent this picture and Hunter audibly gasped, offended. No. And real. Katie and I were like, "What's going on?" And he was like, "How? How can anybody send something like this?" I would never in a million years. It was Literally, like somebody had come into the ER and had not. They had a prolapse. No, he didn't have a prolapse. They just hadn't it was, cleaned their. Sure, it was it was a it treacherous was, fucking you know, affair. You know, I'm sure there are people out there that are never going to admit it, but you know, you're sending sexy pictures to a potential or somebody you're in a relationship with, a spouse. You know, sexy time. Da da da. This was not the picture you send to anyone. Ever. And um, I felt bad for the fella. <laughs> you felt bad. bad. I was like, I wanted to write back, you need a shower, baby. Like, so bad. I, Keep I, talking, it's fine. I, I cannot. Anyway, um, next week, we need to talk about something more substantial. But I think we're funny. The Shawshank thing was pretty funny. We got a podcast. You need to edit this tomorrow My night. Li- my literal hands are on my. They're You're editing like- that out. Ow! God. <laughs> my phone. Not the Brooks cord. Ow! Ow! All right. His Ow! hands were not literally on. That's a lie. They were. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't. No, Jesus. my hand is in my pants. <laughs> Where'd your phone go? I don't know. All right. Listen, we're going to segue you out. Ah! We'll see you next week, Hunter. What is that? Yo, you got to play our exit music. Oh, my God. He's a tragedy today. I thought it was a roach. Hey, uh, listen, this is Girl Boss and the Gay. This is motherfucking Girl Boss and the Gay. I'm so happy you guys are doing... Can you send us out? 